Welcome to Rocktown Emergencies, a podcast that focuses on emergency services in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. It includes law enforcement, fire departments, rescue squads, volunteer and career, and others throughout the emergency services industry. Now, here's your host, Paul Helmuth. In this series, we talk with Matt Cronin. Matt is the rescue chief for the Harrisonburg Rescue Squad, one of the busiest all-volunteer rescue squads in Virginia. If you're interested about the change in background noise near the end of the interview, well, there was a severe thunderstorm that went through causing a small disturbance. How long have you been at the rescue squad? Uh, Well, thanks for having me, Paul. Um, I've been at the rescue squad since uh, the fall of 2009. Um, So this fall's coming up on 10 years. And what were you doing when you started at the rescue squad? When I started at the rescue squad, I was a uh, new freshman at JMU. Um, I was a business major. I had no interest, frankly, in uh, medical care or or anything like that. Um, As far as any type of long-term career, I just wanted to volunteer in the community and I took an EMT class. Um, actually, I took the EMT class first to become a better lifeguard over the summer, and they got talked into um, joining the rescue squad, which is where the EMT class was held. And how much longer were you a business major for? Uh, the remainder of college. I tried an inter- interesting path to uh, do business and uh, pre-med track at JMU. Um, that didn't come to fruition. I ended up uh, switching majors to public policy administration. Um, and maintained an economics minor, uh, but I didn't finish the pre-med track. What can you tell me about the Harrisonburg Rescue Squad? What is is their mission? What do they do? Sure. The Harrisonburg Rescue Squad, we're an all-volunteer organization. Um, We're the sole transport EMS agency for the city of Harrisonburg, and we have a portion of Rockingham County that we're responsible for. Um, but primarily our, our mission is to take care of the sick and injured um, guests and citizens of Harrisonburg and Rockingham County. So people who may not know what EMS is, it's emergency medical services, um, you're a rescue squad, which is what this area often equates to an EMS agency. Uh, you have ambulances, what other kind of vehicles do you have? Yep, we have ambulances, we have uh, we call them SERV vehicles. That's an acronym that stands for Special Emergency Response Vehicle. Other communities might call them quick response vehicles, but uh, they take the forms of uh, Suburbans or Tahoes. Um, we use those for our advanced life support providers or paramedics um, to respond to calls. And then we also uh, have a heavy crash truck or heavy squad truck. Um, called Squad 41 at the Rescue Squad, and that's to help extricate people from uh, mangled car accidents or um, entrapments and industrial accidents working closely with um, Rockingham County and the city of Harrisonburg. Now, taking care of the sick and injured, uh, I'm assuming you do 911 calls. Correct. And I'm really not assuming because I'm a member of the organization, but you do 911 calls. Do you do non-emergency calls, transports to and from doctor's offices, things like that? We do not. Um, those are typically referred to as inter-facility calls. Um, and there's organizations um, in this community, um, they're private, commercial, for-profit services that uh, will provide those. Okay, so you almost 100% do 911 emergency response. That's correct. Okay, and you said you were 100% volunteer. Where do your volunteers come from? Uh, the majority of our volunteers uh, seem to start 
from uh, James Madison University here locally. Um, we have some from Eastern Mennonite University, and occasionally we'll have some folks come from Bridgewater College. Um, if they're not uh, college students, they're community members um, that come. We have some folks from local businesses, um, but they come from all over the community. And do I have to have a medical background to be a member there? How, how does that work? You don't. Um, we have folks that work in local uh, manufacturing plants um, in the community. We have some folks that are attorneys. We have some folks that are law enforcement officers. Uh, so you don't have to have a medical background. In fact, the only thing that we require of you to join is a CPR certification that's valid and in date uh, that has a skills and AD uh, portion of it. And then, of course, a clean driving record and um, also to make sure that you um, aren't having any of the disqualifiers that the state office of EMS has on their regulations. Okay, what kind, like like legal disqualifiers or things like that? Sure, yeah, legal disqualifiers are certain uh, criminal offenses that uh, you cannot have on your record to take care of uh, the sick and injured um, in this community and across the state. Um, to summarize it, it's any type of uh, criminal offense that would be against uh, the young or the elderly or the medically vulnerable. Okay. So if I come with my CPR card and I join your organization, what can I expect to experience? So we have a very structured uh, new member onboarding training process. Um, and so when you first join, you'll be given a, we call it a milestone packet or a probationary packet, and it spells out um, in basically two, four, six month intervals what the expectations are of you. And um, one of the expectations is that you uh, locate an emergency vehicle operator course or EVOC. Um, we have those, uh, we try to have them about every other month uh, locally at our rescue squad, but then they're also uh, all throughout the uh, Shenandoah Valley as well. Uh, but you take your emergency vehicle operators course and then we'll uh, provide training through our structured driver training process to get you familiar with the Harrisonburg and Rockingham County community with the roads, the major roads, um, both from our station and of course to the hospital. Uh, after you become released as a driver is when you can start working on your EMT uh, training or we call it precepting. You're assigned an EMT preceptor, which is the training officer that is mentoring you throughout the process. Um, that's of course after you take an EMTB course, which you can either come in with on your own, you can take kind of concurrently during the uh, new member or driving training process I mentioned earlier. Um, but once you have your EMTB card, you can start precepting. Um, and then after you complete the uh, EMS protocols and all the expectations in the milestone packet and EMTB precepting packet um, will have you go before the training committee and then we release you to provide care uh, with um, approval from the operational medical director as well. Is there an age requirement to join? Uh, we accept uh, junior members. Um, they have to be at least 16 years old uh, to join the rescue squad um, but they can't uh, be patient care providers until they're 18 years of age. Once you become 18 years of age, then we can uh, put you through our driver training and our uh, patient care provider training process. How many members does the rescue squad have? 
On our current roster, which we looked at today, has 205 members on it. Um, 30 of those are what we call life members, and these are members that have been with us typically between 8 and 12 years uh, that no longer have duty obligations. Um, I'd say about 10 to 15 or so of those, uh, despite having their duty obligations waived, are still around. Um, so that probably puts us uh, about at 180, 190 active members. So you, you talked about duty requirements. You're a volunteer organization. What, what kind of duty requirements do you have? Sure. We have uh, various membership categories to try to accommodate um, people's different lifestyles, different schedules. Um, but in a nutshell, we have a senior membership category, uh, which requires six shifts or 48 hours. Um, there's a difference because our uh, shift links are not all the same. Um, we have three shifts, A shift, B shift, and C shifts. A and B shifts are six-hour shifts, and they go from 7 to 1 p.m. and 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. respectively. And then our C shift, which is our night shift, goes from 7 p.m. Uh, to 7 a.m. And then so whichever one of those uh, requirements you hit first and whichever combination works for you, whether you did 48 hours or six shifts, uh, satisfies the senior level requirement. Um, other requirements or membership categories are driving membership, so there's no expectation that you get your EMT in that category. You can just get your EVOC um, and just drive the ambulances, and uh, that can also be a 48-hour or six-shift requirement. Uh, there's associate membership and associate medic membership. Um, that's 24 or 30 hours or three shifts or four shifts, uh, depending on which one you qualify for. And then there's special operations membership, um, 24 or 48 hours. And then finally, we have administrative membership, which doesn't have any um, specific hourly or shift-based membership requirements. It's just kind of based on what skill set uh, that you bring and what skill set that the agency needs from an administrative capacity. And as an example for the administrative side, we have a uh, volunteer who comes, and her only job is to um, sign thank you cards for us. It's very important to us that anybody that donates um, to our organization gets thanked and um, that's so we, we value that and uh, we have somebody that comes in and, and does that and that's her only role. When I join the rescue squad, how long from the time I turn in an application does it generally take for me to start getting training? Sure, so if you turn in a complete application, so it has your driving record, um, the state requires that um, all members affiliated with the EMS agency, whether they're going to be on the ambulance or not, have to get fingerprinted. Um, so that's oftentimes a holdup. Uh, but if you turn in uh, an application that has all those um, components with it, um, it's about um, a month's or so turnaround time uh, for us to process the application. Um, vote on you at the membership committee and then make the ultimate decision at our board of directors meeting. Uh, you'll normally uh, join the agency at that month following that board meeting and then uh, we'll start your training then. So about a month to two months. Is there any way for me to ride on the ambulances to figure out if I want to join there before I go through that two month application process? Definitely and, and uh, it's required actually that you uh, complete at least one 
um, observer shift. We like to say that it's a commitment-free, no obligation observer shift. Uh, there's no expectations that you're you know, here to join when you come and ride along on the ambulance. Um, but it's just like what you pointed out. It's a chance for you to come and see if this is something that you're interested in. Um, some people observe and they have zero medical background, zero public safety background, so they have no idea what they're getting into. Other folks come from other EMS agencies or our firefighters elsewhere, and they want to come and observe and see if uh, they'll if our organization's a good fit for them. So one of the things I wanted to talk about because of when we're releasing this is coming up, you have an open house. And it's the 70 year anniversary for the Rescue Squad? That's correct. Um, it's been 70 years since 1949 when the Rescue Squad started. Um, and so our 70th anniversary is a Saturday. The open house is um, an opportunity uh, for the community members to come and we, uh, as the name states, open our doors. We uh, pull the ambulances out onto our front and back aprons and um, we have booths um, with information on the rescue squad. You can uh, talk to current and uh, active members. You can talk to life members. Um, we're also going to have uh, the Harrisburg Police Department present um, with their seatbelt and crash uh, suggester. And we're going to have live music, and we're going to have food, and we're going to have a uh, special operations vehicle extrication demonstration. So you'll get to see how the Jaws of Life type uh, extrication tools operate. I want to thank Matt Cronin, Rescue Chief with the Harrisonburg Rescue Squad, for spending time with me. Remember, the Rescue Squad is celebrating their 70th anniversary on June 1st, 2019 with an open house. You can find the Rescue Squad on Facebook, or you can visit their website at harrisonburgrescue.org. Thank you for listening to Rocktown Emergencies, a podcast focused on emergency services in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. You can follow Rocktown Emergencies on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find the podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps. If you want to email Paul, you can email him at paul at rocktownemergencies.com. Join us next time for Rocktown Emergencies and have a safe week.